Welcome back to episode seven of the Merge Feast. Uh, again, I'm Blake. I'm here with Logan and Brandon. Uh, another awesome week of Survivor. Uh, totally different feel this week than last week for me. Uh, Logan, I'm, I'll kick it over to you. What do you think of this week? Yeah, it uh, it was a good episode. Um, obviously, like you said, kind of mixed feelings about it. I didn't love the total outcome of it. I the two people that were home this week, I was big fans of. Um, but overall, I thought it was a good good episode. Um, the strategic side of the game really was highlighted in this episode. So. I'm excited to dive into it and kind of see what you guys thought of it and go from there. This episode was different. Obviously, we had two people go home tonight, which isn't typical of a Survivor episode. And yeah, I uh, my winner pick is gone, so... A little upset about that, but it happens. Blake, uh, what about you? Yeah, this this episode was really bittersweet for me. Um, on one hand, I did not love the two people that went home. Um, we'll just come on and say it. Sifu and Caleb, uh, both of them got voted out, and I really like both of them. Caleb was one of my top picks to go very, very far. Probably, for me, top three. Um, so I, I hated to see it. Uh, but the Survivor fan of me like, still enjoyed the gameplay, still enjoyed the episode. But I think that's the, the tricky thing about this season is because I really enjoy pretty much everybody. I think the only person that's kind of getting on my nerves a little bit is Bruce, um, but not not necessarily just him, but just almost how they've painted the whole Katura versus Bruce little battle that they've got going on it's just not my favorite but other than that i really enjoy everybody so i've come to the realization that i'm probably gonna feel this way about a lot of votes moving forward and like oh man i hate to see them go and but like when sifu left my heart just kind of broke for him because he he wanted the jury so bad and didn't get it and uh, that sucks I actually, I didn't like that they did that. They pulled that twist. Because typically it's been if you make the merge, you make the jury. But they uh, they pulled that one out of their hat. And I think it was a math thing, actually. Where they didn't want to have a weird three-way tie at Final Tribal. Yeah, I thought that was weird that they did that as well. But I, I, I think, you, like you said, for the tie aspect, but then also making it that much more of a um, kind of a bonus to winning that challenge, knowing that your team, somebody is going to make the merge and made it like bigger stakes there, but I wasn't a huge fan. Like you said, Blake, I was really heartbroken for Sifu. I didn't think he, I didn't, I personally didn't think he was going to make it super, super far. He I, he was playing a pretty decent game, but I didn't think he was one of the tops. But he was a fun character, happy guy, and I hated to see him go. Yeah, it was quite different, the the two 
people that were voted out. So Caleb was really trying hard to work with everybody. And for a while, everybody want, seemed to want to vote with Caleb as well, like work with Caleb, um, was friends with everybody. And, uh, and Sifu was kind of the opposite. Um, I mean, he did some strategic gameplay, but didn't really have anybody that he was incredibly close with. Um, so that I thought that was kind of an interesting contrast that you had one that probably didn't play enough of the strategic social game and one that played way too much of that strategic social game. So it's interesting to see how the rest of the tribe mates are kind of falling in between there. And you can kind of start to put people like pick who are the strongest ones and who are the weakest ones based on how things are voting over the last couple of weeks, specifically this week. Yeah, I actually thought it was interesting that they targeted Sifu this week because if I look at his game, his resume is very small. Um, I think he's just kind of a fun character on the island, but we haven't really seen him do anything. And I think, uh, I think it was an easy vote for them to go to vote Sifu. Um, everybody wanted to go Bruce here. But I think they wanted to keep Bruce around a little bit longer to vote him out later. Maybe like a meat shield situation, uh, which is funny that I think Sifu had brought that up. I think Sifu might have misread how he was playing on the island as well. If just yeah. kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit. But just based off of some of the things that he said at Tribal Council, I was like, I don't think you're the guy that you think you are. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because things would have totally changed based on the rocks that were drawn. Uh, it would have totally changed things, I think, if people knew that Bruce didn't have an idol. If they didn't know that he had... Basically, if Bruce didn't have an idol and everybody knew that, I think that would have changed things as well. I think some people were scared to vote for him because of the idol. It was an interesting tribal, and we can talk more about the dynamics of that here in just a bit, but let's kind of hop back before the challenge and how everything played out after tribal council last week. Uh, what do you guys think of Caleb and then the whole Katura versus Bruce thing? I thought uh, him coming back and like him like just talking to everybody and kind of talking about like he almost like if I remember correctly, just kind of like thanked everybody of like, Hey, like, thanks for being good sports. Like it's crazy. And all of that. Um, I think him being that salesman and happy guy, that's always smiling. Um, everybody was, I think they were more excited just the play of it, of the, the, uh, what is that? What am I trying to say? The advantage that he used the, uh, shot in the dark. Yeah. Um, just seeing the outcome of that, I think they're more excited about that than him staying. Uh, obviously, there's several people there that like, he's not staying around long. And then to the Katura and Bruce thing, um, it's kind of a weird dynamic of they've been kind of going at each other the entire time of Katura hasn't been a huge fan of Bruce and Bruce is his gameplay is just weird. I don't know. It's it's hard to get a read on him and their whole relationship is just it's odd. 
Bruce seems like he kind of keeps things close to the chest. It seems like nobody really knows what he's doing and when he's going to do something. So, which makes him kind of dangerous. And as far as Katura, uh, it's, it's kind of exhausting to see her in every confessional, just kind of hating on something or somebody. And it sounds like there's kind of a collective agreement that Bruce is a little bit uh, much to deal with on uh, on the island, but I feel like it's just another level with Katura. And for Caleb, coming back uh, after that tribal, having one of the greatest tribals in the show's history, he came back and knew that he had to get back to work, so he couldn't... Uh, I mean, he can't be mad that he had a new unanimous vote against him. He he knows that it's an uphill climb and he might not have much longer left in the game. For sure. When they showed the um, recap from last week and they showed that Caleb was safe and everybody just kind of jumped around and went a little crazy, I realized in that moment that they were not happy about Caleb staying it was they became or just went back to just a fan of the game. And that is such a crazy outcome. And I, I think I misread that a little bit. I think a lot of people, while they were grateful that he didn't go home, because um, a lot of people this week talked about how they wanted to actually work with Caleb and they were just essentially scared to go against the votes last week. Um, but kind of seeing all that, it was like, man, they just all became really good, just big fans of the game. Yeah, I mean, at, at that point, how can you not be, ex- like, not necessarily excited, but just like, what is going on? Like, uh, that, that, obviously, if you voted, like, everybody voted for him, so they clearly wanted him to go. But for something that massive to happen and kind of that outcome, like, if you're a fan of Survivor, like, you're going to be just starstruck at that i mean awestruck at, i mean just it, it was a, it was an awesome moment in survivor history yeah yeah you're uh i mean i think anybody on sur- coming to play on survivor loves survivor and you see it all the time where somebody gets blindsided or voted out due to some advantage or some twist and they usually leave going man that was a good play and i'm glad to be a part of it and i think that was similar with the shot in the dark yeah, and I know last week we had talked about wondering if people would realize that Austin didn't vote. Um, him not voting and there being everybody saying there's 12 votes. I don't, from what I've gathered, it doesn't seem like he's going to be, that's going to be brought up. I think he kind of slid under the radar there, which I think was... Um, awesome for his game absolutely it is awesome for his game um but austin needs to probably step up and actually do something in the game he has a lot on his side with idols and alliances and he's just kind of i mean they said it in the game in the episode tonight he's just kind of playing scared so i hope that i hope that we start to see him try to make a splash over the next couple weeks but do you think that's part of his strategy because he's seeing how Caleb was playing. And so now he's 
playing way quieter than he probably expected to. It could be, but what I see, what I envision is, and you've seen this a million times on Survivor, is let's just picture Drew, Austin, and somebody else in in Final Three. Austin's not going to have much to speak to because they're going to say, oh, you just did what Drew said over and over and over again. You didn't do that. That was Drew's move. So I think he needs to... I think he needs to separate himself from Drew. I think he's playing it safe because he knows he has that. And I think he needs to make a splash if he wants to actually win. Yeah, definitely definitely needs to make some moves because if he keeps playing the way he's playing to a point, that, like you said, he's not going to have anything to speak to of what he did to outwit, outlast, outplay. Um, so definitely, definitely needs to pick it up a bit. I think kind of gauging the... Um, game so far I think this is where you start to see that individual game come out so hopefully he can pick that up because I think he could he could do really well and if he can start picking some of that up I, I could see him making it to the end and if he makes it to the end I could see him winning if he if those things happen but if he continues the way he's going like you said I don't he's a shadow behind some other people that have been playing other games but their, their games better I almost think you guys might be a little too hard on Austin. Uh, and I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying, but the last two votes, he hasn't been with Drew. I mean, really? I mean, because everybody was against Caleb. It wasn't like they were trying to make any move. And then they've been, they were separate. So I'll be, I, I don't disagree. I do think he needs to make some moves, but he really hasn't had the opportunity to over the last two weeks because of the situation. Yeah. I just think, I mean, in this week, I think, and with only, with only six players eligible to be voted out last week, that like, that took a lot of people off the table. So that's what I mean. Like he just, I don't know that he quite has had the opportunities yet. Yeah, he has. I mean, he hasn't needed to, you're right. Uh, Obviously he was separate from drew this week, but he, Again, different situation. Just kind of did what he was told. Hey, we're voting Caleb. All right, cool. Yeah, he he could have he could have seen what Jake saw and said, "Hey, D's really strong in this game." So I just I don't know. There's something with him that's just not clicking with me. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Other than that, I mean, kind of leading up to the challenge, there wasn't a ton else in that first part of the episode. I thought. Um, some talks here and there and different things like that. But a lot of, a lot of that before the challenge was, there wasn't a ton else there. Um, so kind of next big thing was getting to the challenge. Um, kind of a walk in, obviously they see what the challenge was and everybody immediately knew here's the classic. Like we know what's happening. They thought they knew what was happening until obviously Jeff threw that twist in of two people going home and all of kind of that went with that of two, um, two individuals. And then obviously whoever lasted the longest wins reward uh, with food at the sanctuary. And then they go to tribal last. And that person who gets voted out there is a part of the, of the jury. Um, what'd you guys think of the challenge? Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously they voted 
or they divided into two teams. The red team was Jake D. D and her uh, her toes that were made for this uh, <laughs> challenge. Austin, Julie, Caleb, Katura, Blue uh, was Bruce, Sifu, Kendra, Kelly, Drew, and Emily. And yeah, this was one we've seen a bajillion times. Climb up on this pole, be the last man standing. Uh, Survivor Classic, it's simple, but it, the simple ones are honestly usually my favorite challenges. And it came down to Kelly winning immunity for blue and D winning immunity for red and then kind of a showdown for who's going to win that reward and Blake I'll uh, kick it over to you yeah I feel like that challenge is made for the lighter people um, and typically that's going to be the girls and the girls that are semi-strong and fit um, are I mean they're they're the ones that typically do the best uh i was interested to see how people's strategy was different some people going way high up on the pole other people staying down low i thought that was silly why wouldn't you start at the top but different strokes i guess it was a nice change up from how the last couple challenges have been uh with they're more like the obstacle course or doing something physical and then move into a puzzle where this is just endurance and grit and so it was a nice change up i do have a question obviously d won reward for the red team and they were able to vote to go to tribal second and secure a spot on the jury how do they get on the poll that was a good question i actually was thinking that as soon as they obviously cut all right let's get in our positions cut scene and come back and they're all up there I'm assuming they probably bring some ladders in and put everybody up there, but then it's like, how, like how long are they actually holding on before the challenge officially starts? Like, I was honestly kind of thinking about that myself. Yeah, it's got to be like, because there's no way that they're like, all right, climb up there, because most people can't do right. that. So yeah, you think they just bring out 12 ladders? I bet they do. Honestly, they've got to. I mean, trying to make it, because if you only had one ladder, two ladders, and you're putting one person up there, that person's sitting up there an extra two, three minutes before everybody else gets up there. And then it's, some people didn't even last that long. Yeah, I mean, they have to. I bet that production team is is well more, or more than enough people to have 12 ladders all at one time. I uh, That's always something with challenges like that that I've always wondered, like... How did they get there? I wonder that a lot with the different islands because uh, it shows them like walking to tribal council. Are they, do they just walk up on the beach and then get in a boat? Or is it all on the same island? And is that the same when there were three tribes? Like, I don't think they were all on the same island. Just how do they get everywhere? <laughs> Yeah, they don't they don't really show that anymore. They used to all the time. You kind of saw the whole journey, but now I guess it's just assumed that they get on like a a motor boat and go wherever. Yeah. So, on the challenge, uh I didn't think there was any surprise. Emily was the first out. Gosh, I don't know if she lasted 2 minutes, um which I don't 
I don't think I could have done any better, but um, yeah, I mean, Kelly and D, D won everything. And then, yeah, it's, it's those long toes. And she even called it out. Like, she I was, was like, well, they were made for this. They kept they kept uh, zooming in on them during the challenge too. <laughs> so I thought it was hilarious. It, it it almost surprised me that more people don't wrap their legs around the pole and hold on that way rather than using the footholds. Obviously, I know the footholds they're tiny, they're there, and they do help. But I feel like, and some of them might not have been able to. But I almost feel like wrapping your legs around your pole and like locking your ankles together would be almost easier but maybe that's just me being six foot five and thinking okay i've got like enough enough legs there to be able to do that myself but i I don't know i i wonder how much sweat plays into that too yeah because if you're dripping sweat you can't really do that for that long that's true that's true i mean at the end d was even she had her legs locked around it so I don't know. That was kind of an interesting way of seeing strategy. And obviously, Drew, I felt like he's fairly tall and lanky. I thought he would have wrapped his legs around it a little bit more. But like like you said, don't know, sweat, whatever it is. I'm sure the legs start going numb after a few minutes. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'd be interested to try it. Probably would not do very well. Yeah, for sure. So with the tribe that was out first um so that was was that sifu kendra drew bruce and emily and and kelly went they had to go back to lulu's old tribe and basically be separate from the other tribe which definitely threw a wrench in drew's plans because he left camp without his safety without power advantage um luckily he didn't need it but that was i feel like this has happened a couple times um within this season and a little bit last season where people would get caught without their advantage um, whether it was the idol or steal a vote or whatever um and not have it when they actually need it and i I'll be curious to see in future seasons if people learn from that and take their bags everywhere. Yeah, he definitely won't make that mistake again of not taking his bag. That's one that, like you said, I think we've seen in season pasts of people forgetting their idols or leaving their bag back at camp or whatever and not having it and can get them in major trouble. So I, it surprises me that people still make that mistake. I don't really... You, sh- you don't really expect that you're going to need your bag or an advantage at a challenge. So I don't really fault Drew for not thinking about that, but definitely unfortunate that that was kind of the outcome for them, but uh, didn't end up mattering. Did, did you guys notice when they were talking about what they were planning on doing, how it did like the little, foreshadowing with tribal council have you ever seen them do that before i was not a fan of that i don't think so i don't think i have either uh it thinking back to past seasons i don't i don't know if i've ever seen that it was it was interesting and i don't i don't know how i feel about it 
The only time I've seen them do something like that is if something happens off screen that we don't see and somebody explains it later and they kind of do like a flashback of something we didn't see. Right. Never seen them jump ahead like it was an episode of Lost or something. Wasn't really into that because I felt like it kind of gave some of it away. Yeah, it's like they were trying to cover stuff up by talking about how it was going to be a split vote and then re-vote and then drawing rocks. But that wasn't like too complex of a thing to follow. It was almost like they were steering into that a little bit. But it ended up giving too much away. I don't know. I, I was not a fan of it. I see what they were going for, but I was not a fan. So we get to uh, the other tribe or the other group, I guess. Um, And it's really coming down to Caleb and Julie really going against each other, right? And Caleb and Jake were wanting to pull in Katura to get Julie out. And they both decided that they were going to tell Katura about Bruce's idol because the thought was here's a piece of information that we can show her that we trust her with and we'll give her this information before Austin gives her this information and then she sides with him because he's the one that trusts her. They totally read that the wrong way and it definitely came back to bite them because she realized that they haven't been trustworthy. I was curious if that would ever come back to bite them. And it, it clearly did. Yeah, it was, uh, definitely because of how they presented the information to her. It's almost like they forgot how Bruce got that idol and that Katura was intentionally left out of that part. Jake literally kind of created uh, a diversion. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but hey, I lost my ring. And Katura, uh, when Jake said, hey, Bruce has an idol, she asked, when, where was it? And he said, oh, it was under the, under the shelter. And she's like, oh, where you lost your rings. And as soon as she said that, I was like, well, that's probably not good. Yep. So they probably should have tried to fabricate something. Like, oh, you found it on Lulu. I don't really know where, though. That sim- that, it's that simple. Yeah, and unfortunate that they gave all that up. I think their, their thought of saying, hey, let's get her before Austin does, all of that. I think that was a good way of thinking about it. But giving all of that information up, I think they just gave away too much. And... Unfortunate, obviously, kind of bit them in the butt, and obviously Caleb went home, but also, I mean, even there for for Jake, I feel like he's dug himself in a little bit of a hole now. So, definitely wasn't the greatest of all moves by any means. Yeah, I'll be curious to see how Jake digs himself out of this hole, because not a good spot to be in, but I feel like he'll get out of it just pretty okay um hopefully next week there's more people as an option to vote out and that i think will help jake's cause 
that will probably be his saving grace is that the floor will be opened up a little bit more than it has been the last two weeks. But if this week is any indication of Jake's fate, um, Caleb probably would have been safe tonight if he didn't throw D and Julie out in the previous tribal council. So I don't know. Jake's uh, Jake might be in trouble. And if we jump ahead to uh, scenes from the next episode, it kind of looks like there's going to be a women's alliance going. So the dudes might be in trouble next week and Jake might be uh, on the top of the list. Jake and Bruce, I feel like are going to be up there. Absolutely. Speaking of episodes from next week, they had just confirmed the, uh, the auction is officially back. So I'm curious to see how similar it's going to be, if they're going to switch it up at all. And uh, it's, it's been so long. I'm, I'm pumped. When's the last season they did an auction? Long time ago. Last one was uh, in season 30. So yeah, 15 seasons ago. Wow. I feel like I need to go back and watch all of the auctions that have happened to kind of refresh my memory with how to see how this one goes in comparison to the old ones. Well, that's what I was on the Survivor Wiki, and it kind of tells about it. I mean, I can read through it if we want. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go ahead and do it. Okay. So the overview, it says the Survivor Auction is a special reward challenge where the players are temporarily relieved from competing in strenuous challenges. Instead, they will be given a specific sum of money where they must outbid the other contestants for certain items, mostly food, with instances where a temporary use of amenities or a visit from loved ones are also offered. Uh, there are also instances where there are game-changing powers that contestants can outbid on, uh, such as the power to send another player to Exile Island, an advantage at the next immunity challenge, or a clue to a hidden immunity idol. Uh, host will pound the gavel on the auction table to noting that the item has been sold. So it basically goes through, that'll, they'll cover the items, which will remain covered until there's a winning bidder. There's different twists uh, throughout all of that. It says, let's see here. It doesn't say how much money they start with, but um, they would basically start the bid at $20 and increase that by $20. And then didn't you say at one time, Brandon, that somebody like kind of broke this, like the, the way that they were bidding on stuff just didn't work out. Yeah. There was an instance where I think once they started putting advantages in the game, in the auction, people were not bidding on food or things like that. They were holding on to their money and bidding on advantages. I think it was something like that. And okay. it would just be like uh, the last person to bid gets it kind of like buying something on eBay, basically sniping the the advantage, I think is why they stopped doing it. So there might be some, some different rules that come into it, but uh, we'll see next week. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I I've missed the auctions. I think they've they were always a lot of fun and kind of seeing what's important to people from the family, if it's a video or a letter to advantages to food. It's it's fun to see 
what people prioritize or see as value and how much they're willing to give up for it. So, and it, and it's kind of cool to see. I remember in the past there was times where you could tell one person was really missing their family or whatever, and everybody was like, "Let them have it, like that they need this." And so, I'm 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 truly stoked for it. Yeah, it says uh, a couple of the rules are food which is bought must be eaten before leaving the auction area. I'd kind of forgotten about that. So they have to sit there and eat while everything else is going on. Um, But it says that the auction can end without notice. Said it doesn't sound like Jeff will say, okay, this is the last item. It's just, it's done. So, and then. It did say that if two or more people who have all their money want to bid um, all of it on the same item, they'll draw rocks to decide who wins. What else do you guys have? Honestly, other than that, I mean, uh, I mean, we really kind of talked about tribal council and all of that towards obviously the beginning of this episode, and um, kind of went through some of that. I. For me, honestly, kind of just talking maybe Survivor of the Week. Yeah, I'm ready for Survivor of the Week. Kick it off. Who uh, who you got, Brandon? I gotta go with D. D and her toes for Survivor of the Week. Um, she had a challenge that was made for her. She won it. She won reward for her team. And then she controlled the vote at Tribal Council, and her threat level has risen to the top. She is a player to watch, and I could see her winning the game. I know that uh, you have to pick somebody now that Caleb's out, but uh, I don't know that she's going to go that far. I I do really like Dee after after that challenge um, and just kind of hearing more of her story. I do really, really like her. Um, I don't love how she's playing. She is kind of calling the shots really hard and really fast. Um, and just, nope, this is what we're doing. And uh, I think that might get her into trouble in the coming weeks. Um, so while she is up there for me, Kelly was my my pick of the week. Um, she too won the challenge, not the entire thing, but won it for her side and got immunity this week. Um, and I, I just really like her style of play and how she kind of navigated the whole Bruce thing and sees him as a target, but also as an ally. And um, I don't know, just her, her social game impresses me more and more every time I see it. And I know it's easy to do that stuff when you have an immunity idol, but I was very impressed with her social game that I, I, I had to give it to her. Yeah. Uh, let me start off with saying with what you said, Blake of D kind of calling the shots and this is how it is. I kind of thought um, this week was one of the, maybe, maybe the uh, not necessarily the first time we really saw that, but the, um, time that it's been highlighted the most and i think the reasoning behind her going hard after caleb and saying hey this is what we're doing was because he brought up her name and so 
I think towards the end of it, if she if she makes it far enough and towards the at the at the final and can speak to that of this person came after me, I was able to get them off. I think that could really benefit her. Um, but I do think if she's not careful, she will get put up as a huge threat and potentially get voted off earlier than wanted because of that. For sure. With saying that, I have to agree. I think D is my survivor of the week as well. Um, winning the winning the challenge for her team, getting the reward to being um, safe at tribal and I think leading the way on the vote of who's going out, I think, like I said, will play a factor towards the end if she makes it far enough. And so I definitely think definitely think she's my survivor of the week. I think that's all we got for this week. So appreciate everybody tuning in, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking next week. Talk to you guys later.